Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to another episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today is going to be the last podcast for this season. As you guys know, I am a military spouse and we currently live in South Korea and we are moving back to the States. And while I'm really excited about it, that does mean that the majority of my belongings are going to be either on a boat or a plane or a truck and I'm not going to see them for like weeks on end and on top of it I'm going to be homeless for a while. So I thought that it was probably a good idea rather than trying to produce a bunch of bad content for you guys I would just leave you with a fantastic plan for your summer marketing strategies and there is no one better for this than the charismatic, the smiley, the wonderful Owen video. Owen Video is a YouTube marketing consultant. He has made over a 1,000 videos for the web and has a YouTube channel with over 35,000 subscribers, more than 2.2 million minutes of watch time. He recently defeated cancer in that same year, and he doubled his business. Owen is uniquely qualified to show you the pathway for making money with online video no matter what stage your business is in. Welcome to the show, Owen. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, Des. It is nice to it was nice to meet you in person at Social Media Marketing World, and great to just uh, be you know doing an interview with you and talking about what I love. I am just as equally excited to just get this jam session going. So, 2018, we've had just so much social media drama. Yeah. And, you know, it's really hard, I feel, like even as marketers, we're just like, what is the right thing to do? And I feel like so many people in our industry are doing so many different things mm-hmm. that I think regular businesses might also be just as equally confused. They're like, well, where am I supposed to be for my business? So right. if you had one piece of advice for our everyday boring business owners, what would it be for their marketing? Do something. Stop thinking and just do something. You know, there's always this, what should I do? What's the right thing to do? But what's right for business A is not going to work for business B. You know, um, I, I remember watching Mari Smith, who I love and I greatly respect and admire. And, and she has been so helpful and getting my business going. And I've told her that so many times. And I remember watching her and going, you know what? I got to be more like Mari. And I got to say like, whoopsie daisy and, and oopsie do and, and happy D and, and use flowers and lambs and stuff. And I did that for about five seconds. And I realized that is not my voice at all. And that that's a big picture for how marketing works. Okay. You know, what's working, you, you go and you listen to a podcast and you see like, you know, uh, somebody is doing, you, you know, these really funny Facebook ads. And so you go, well, is that the right thing to do? Or, and then you see somebody else and you, you see them doing kind of a rather serious, dramatic Facebook ad and you go, or is that the right thing to do? You know, the right thing to do was get the ad up. You know, the voice is your own, you, you know? So you get all these business owners like bakery owners and 
and uh, and and retail store owners and karate dojos and personal fitness trainers, and they're all we all spend like all this time wondering about what's the best type of ad to do. But there's no way you're going to know that until you just plop a camera in front of you, do your ad, and then see what works. You know what I mean? There, there isn't a recipe for everyone that fits everyone. You know, what I learned about Mari, what I learned from Mari is to speak in my own voice. I've, you know, Mari talks the way that she, the way that she posts is the way that she talks. It's the way that she is. It's who she is, you know, and that's how I talk in my in my videos, I think I say things like "What's up, homie?" I say things like uh, "Sucka," you know, in my in my videos, and and these these are just people are like, "Oh, well, should I start saying that?" It, it's no, that's not the thing. The thing is being who you are and just getting your message out there. I think what separates me, or what has separated me from the other consultants that started when I started, is that I'm I kept going and I'm still here. You know, a lot of these people that I was once competing with, I'm not really competing with anymore. Uh, They're just nowhere to be found. You know why? Because they stopped. They just stopped producing content. Um, They didn't produce ads. They they didn't take a risk and and they, they fell away. You, in your business, you have to do something. It doesn't matter. Maybe the first ad you do is just you holding your mic or your iPhone. Maybe that's the first one that you do. Maybe the second one you do it's more of a slideshow of your products, you know, and you just got to try them both and run them both, put a hundred bucks behind them both and see what works. That's such a good point about how you just have to make something. You have to try something and you have to test something and see what works. And I also love how you say, just be yourself. Don't try and be anyone else. Right. So for the summer, what is, I feel like everyone goes through like, different waves of activity and i feel like summer is its own unique beast it's not like the holidays where everyone is spend happy but you know frugal at the same time it's not like post holidays where everyone's like i have no money right i feel like the summer is where everyone's like oh it's too hot to function i have to figure out what i have to do with my kids um and there's all these other sort of complications that run into summer And a lot of it is people also want to take time off. So what is it that you think boring businesses should do to make sure that their marketing doesn't feel that way? Well, I think that now is the right time. You know, we you should be thinking about your summertime promotions in January, you know, and and you should start having them swirl around in your mind. And then when spring comes around, you actually start the implementation. What most businesses do is they wait until summer and then they go, oh, we need to do a summertime thing. It's like, yeah, well, no, duh. You, you know what I mean? But but how much time do you have now? Then by the time you actually get something put together, you know, we're, we're now six weeks into summer with only, you know, six to eight weeks left. So you know, first of all, you've got to think about summer in January. Okay. And, and I know that you're thinking, because by the time this comes out, we're already going to be even that much closer to summer. And it's like, look, it's not too late, but you have to start now. Okay. So that's, that's number one. Number two is what worked last summer? What were the ideas that you had last summer that you didn't take action on or didn't have enough time to move on? Right. So, you know, I have, I use a, a software tracking project management system called teamwork. 
And in teamwork, what I do is I'll like, I'll write down, I'll have a summertime thread that it just stays open for a year and it, it stays out of my way, but every summer I can go back to it. Maybe some of you guys are using Evernote or some of you guys are using, um, uh, you know, maybe something else, but here's, here's something that you can do. Put in your calendar right now for January 10th, because the first through the seventh is soul is like getting back from the holidays, right? So put it in for January 10th, put it in your calendar right now. Start thinking about summertime promotion. Okay. That way next year, January, 2019, you get that alert in January that says, start thinking about your summertime promotion. Okay. Similarly, do the same thing at the end, put a, a calendar alert at the end of summer to start planning your Christmas and your holiday promotions. Okay. So, to, so put it in your calendar now. And then what you do is you put a link to the Evernote or to the teamwork file or whatever it is you're using. And you just keep your notes there. So in my notes, I have a, a list of what worked last summer or what ideas I had last summer. And I can start looking at those and going, okay, what, you know, what is it that I, I want to do? I, I want to do this year. So that that's more of like a top level. How do I think about my summertime promotion? The next thing is what, what do, what does your business do in the summertime, right? Does it go up? Does it go down? Does it lull? What are your goals? Some of you, um, summertime is like, dude, we don't need to do any marketing at all, which I think is a bad idea. You know, in general, like I hear this all the time from retail businesses. Oh, we go off in the summer. We get so much traffic. We don't have to do anything. Well, hey, Dingbat, what if you were to do some advertising, you know, and you could triple your business this summer, you know, and then there's an argument to be made of, you know, tripling our business would, would, would kill us. It, it's it, too much water on the boat. And I get that. I'm not speaking to that person, but you know, this, this whole, we do enough business, you know, try to try to grow this summer. So let's say last year, your, your summer was big uh, and every summer, your summer is big. Then, then you need to put together a brand awareness campaign, right? You need to just kind of do a, a thing that is you're not looking for a direct return. You're just looking to get your name out there to hopefully contribute and remind people that you're still here. If you're in a place where, you know, your business goes down in the summer, maybe you sell sweaters, right? You know, and so your business sort of tanks in the summer. You need to do something to stimulate sales and you need to turn the, the traditional thinking on its head, right? So J. Paul Getty said, I buy my straw hats in the fall, okay? So J. Paul Getty, multi-multi-millionaire, uh, billionaire, um, I buy my straw hats in the fall. So use that. Say, hey, all of our sweaters are 25% off. All of our scarves are 25%. It's buy one, get one scarves. Hey, it's too hot for scarves. So you make a video with the, with the person at the beach with scarves on, and you know, it's kind of like, Hey man, isn't it too hot for scarves? Yeah, it's way too hot for scarves. But look, you know, such and such company is having a deal on scarves because it's the summertime. You know, they never sell scarves in the summer. So they lowered the price of all of their scarves and all of their sweaters and all of their hats to 50% off. And you can go and get, you know, your scarf for 50% off right now. Next clip, they're both wearing scarves, sitting at the beach, drinking a, a, a margarita or something like that. You know, but turn the thinking on its head. You go, well, my business doesn't do well in summer because X, Y, Z. So flip that on its head to people need to do business with me in the summer because, and then turn that into an ad. And it, it doesn't have to be, just get your phone out and have you and your buddy do it. You know, this is the thing about Facebook is that anything goes on Facebook. It's the great equalizer. So, you know, you have you and your buddy in scarves. So, you know, he's in a scarf and you're in a scarf and you're just kind of going back and forth with your phone. 
it's a low produced commercial. Oh, well, I don't want to do. If we do a commercial, we're gonna we're gonna make sure it's nice. Well, if you were gonna do that, you'd have done it by now. Um, the reality is, you probably don't have the skills, the knowledge, or the resources to pull off a video like that. So, just do something else, right? And and stop hiding behind this. Oh, our brand is so important. We need to have expensive videos. Can you afford an expensive video? Well, no, no, we can't. Well, then, you know then your business doesn't need one. Your business just needs a video, right? To get out there and promote. Especially if you're in the testing phase and you're just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. Why spend the extra money to find out something doesn't work? You should not be spending money on video anyway in the sense that your video production, you should be spending money on the distribution of the video, on the ads, right? So when we do video uh, proposals for people and we make bigger productions for people, um, we, we have a huge chunk of that is in, the, is in the ad spend. So you're absolutely right, especially when you don't know what's going to work. Um, you, you know, make one video. And, and here's an idea is it, it, the way that we make video and you guys should check out my course BizTube Academy because we show you different ways to make video. The traditional knowledge is uh, bring in a videographer who will shoot and edit your video. And that is a great way to pay out the nose for one video. Right. What we suggest is you have a videographer come and follow you around for a day, half of a day. Four hours is so much time to get footage and you just gather footage that you use the whole year. You gather B-roll, you gather interview, you gather just tons of stuff. And then you have a separate editor, maybe in Pakistan, maybe in the Philippines, maybe uh, maybe in, in uh, like uh, Scandinavia or something like that, uh, that you find on Fiverr or Upwork. And you have them edit little, you know, 40 second pieces for you using the B-roll that you already shot. Right. And, and that way, spending your budget, you might have like this thousand dollar, two thousand, three thousand dollar budget. You'll spend a fraction of that and you'll get five videos out of it. You run them at five different times and you to five, you know, and you find out which which video works works best. So my my point is the traditional way of doing things is no longer the traditional way of doing things. Right? You've got to get more creative and he with the most ads wins. So get an ad out there. You're going to find that you're going to do three videos. The third one, the one where you've learned the most lessons, does the best. So your goal is to get to that third video as quickly as possible, as opposed to going, we don't know what we're going to do, but we want to do it right. And so you don't do anything. Yeah. And I I love how you talk about farming out some of your work. I know I'm like fully invested in video for all in one. And I know that I have, I have so much to do in so little time. So in order for my video work to actually happen I have to record it and I send it to an editor who has become a friend and he makes sure that it gets put together correctly based on what is the industry standard and all that kind of stuff so that's definitely important so do you think that when you're trying to experiment and figure out things that are working that it's okay or a good idea to hire somebody to help you execute your your goals because a lot of our listeners work in their business like they don't get to work on their business a lot because you know they're the trained professional that has to do that chiropractic work, that dental work, that roofing, that plumbing work, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I do think it's important for me. Uh, my passion, my fire dies when I'm doing work that I'm not cut out for. So, you know, today I'm doing a lot of I'm doing a lot of video uploading and SEO and optimization, and I don't love it. And and I've been trying to get one of my producers in to do it for me, and it's just it's a process. But I'm starting that process because it really, it really kills me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yes, I do think that you should invest time 
in rather than invest time in video editing, you should invest time in hiring a video editor. Right? You should be investing the time in creating and then letting someone help you execute. Well, that's part. I mean, the creating is, is yeah, and kind of for me, it goes without saying, right? So obviously you're creating, but when you're looking at you doing it at the same time, right? So we just, I just said how to hire a video editor. And in my head, I go, my, oh my goodness gracious, that's a video. So I'm writing it down on my yellow notepad here. And then eventually it's going to go in my Apple notes. Like before I even leave this call, it'll be in my Apple notes. And so when I go to sit down and I go, what video should I do next? Like it's, it's right there in front of me. Um, my guess is that your listeners already have in their minds a list of five to 30 videos that they want to do. So usually I find the creation problem is not as big of an issue. Like they already know what topics to create on. So while you're sort of sketching that out and thinking about how you want to do it, think about who's going to edit the video. Right. Because if in your mind you're thinking, oh, my cousin, my friend, my nephew, my brother, you're joking yourself. Right. I you're joking yourself. Your nephew will never care about the video that a way a paid editor will. Right. And even if you pay your nephew, it'll always be like, ah, this came from, you know, Uncle Owen. So I'll get it to him whenever. You know what I mean? (laughs) And guess what? He's right. Because at the end of the day, you're still Uncle Owen and you're you're still going to get him a Christmas present. Right. So. I wouldn't use friends and family when you have a deadline. You use friends and family when you want to give them an opportunity to prove themselves, right? I would go onto Uplance and I would hire a video editor that um, that knows your that that is responsible to a deadline and that can do the work for you at six to ten dollars an hour. You got to remember, six to ten dollars an hour um, for us in the U.S. is pocket change, right? To a family in, uh, uh, you, you know, Philippines or Pakistan, that's a monthly income for them. And, and it's a very noble thing to provide the bread for a family to eat by, by hiring them to do your videos for you. So, you, you know, in, in America, you're going to have to pay somebody, you know, 25 to 45 bucks an hour for the same exact quality of service because they got to pay four bucks a gallon for gas. They got to pay for their sunglasses. They got to pay for their iPhone bill. And so, you know, we're in a different stage in our economic cycle. But these new and up and coming um, countries, they're in this this very valuable globalized step. And when we hire them, we get a better deal for our service, uh, for the products that we, we need, which enables us to make more profit. And we're actually putting bread on their table, which I, I think it, it takes – two countries, the U S and Pakistan and, and, and makes us friends, not in a government sense, but in a, or a political sense, but, but in a, in a human to human sense, you know what I mean? Uh, and that to me, I, I just, I enjoy that part. My editor is in Argentina, kind of an up and coming. It's, you know, it's, it's more of more first world than some of these other places are, but, but him and I have been editing together for four years now. We're, we're fr- I watched him have his baby. He got, he got me through, like he was with me through cancer and chemo. Uh, we've been, we're family in, in a lot of ways. And, um, and, and that's an experience that you just don't get, uh, when, you know, when you're hiring some high priced video editing person that you're constantly worried, well, after the price of this video, am I going to make any money on it? Yeah, no, that's, that's important. I really believe that the people you work with, you should really get to know them and, and, and essentially have a sense of a, a relationship with them. That's a friendship at some basis that way. Yes. They're not Treat them like people. Yes, them like people. And, you know, once they make your video for you, 
and that they do it for 10 bucks an hour and you spent 35 bucks on this video that's amazing, then then why not bonus them um, a $5 Amazon gift card? Yeah, definitely show that respect and love for them for sure. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All In One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All In One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All In One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising and more. All In One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. So what are some fun things that people can do to make their marketing interesting in the summer? Okay, so a couple things is wear summertime clothes. Video is all about visuals. You know, and you know, it's actually, and if you want to come up with like a specific business you have in mind, that might be easier, but but I'll say this, like summertime, think, think tank tops, think big straw hats and glasses, really be over the top visually. And I, I don't, you know, I, you know, if you're a tuxedo shop, um, wear a tank top and, and, and swim trunks in your, in your videos, you know, so that when they're scrolling down Facebook, they're like, what is this? Like, it'd be so funny to have actually a tuxedo shop that does like, you know, you're in a tuxedo top, but then you're wearing swim trunks on the bottom. I was you know, just thinking it, it, that. <laughs> yeah. And you're, cause that's visually the, a person will say, a person will look at that and go, Oh my gosh, what's going on here? Um, so, so be visually innovative. Uh, another, another thing that you can do is, is, um, you know, keep them, keep them guessing, right? There's, I forget the name of the strategy, but there's a psychological strategy where you go, you know, Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow and everywhere that Mary went, the lamb was sure to go. Right. So you change that. You 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 have your kid reading a storybook and you go, Mary had a little lamb whose fleece was white as snow. And everywhere that Mary went, the lamb got discount prices on ice cream and coffee. <laughs> you know? I forget the name of the psychological strategy, but but you're you're doing this thing where you're sort of getting them on your page and then you're making them go, what? Right? What did you just say? And now you've pulled them into your commercial. They're emotionally invested because they want to know what it is that that you're you're talking about. So um, throw them off the scent, right? Get do something. And I'm not saying read a a, a nursery rhyme, but you know, um, do something. Roses are red, violets are blue. You know, sugar is sweet. And these summertime sales will blow your mind. You know, these these are all things that you can do to get people invested in the commercial, right? What we call this is called a hook. Right. And this hook brings them into the commercial, uh, to the video ad that, and then, then you can just kind of walk them through a more traditional, a more traditional, uh, thing. Now here's, here's a big one, um, is show your product more than your face. Right. And I struggle with this because I am a big part of my product, but what we're, we've been doing is, is creating more visuals that are based on what we sell, uh, which is our, our BizTube Academy and our private consulting. And so it's a mix of me, but also the, the course 
and then the finished product that you're going to end up making. It's happy smiles, right? So show more of your product. You know, you could make an entirely great video ad out of just your product. Take no time in getting into your product, showing the intricate details of it. And, and use, here's the thing, you, if you're going to use your iPhone, use a tripod. And, and use a video tripod. And you can tell the difference between a video tripod because a video tripod will have an arm coming off the side. And the arm, you can, you can use it to move the camera. A DSLR tripod looks exactly the same with no arm because you don't need to move a camera. Like that's a still picture is a still picture. It's just what it sounds like. Uh, so when you do that and you, you get these shot, the shot variants of your product from the top, the bottom, the left, panning, tilting, it really makes for a high-impact uh, high impact video. Yeah. One of the things I'm also going to suggest to everybody is be mindful of, like, fun holidays that happen in the summer. You know, right. we have the big ones like Memorial Day, Father's Day, Fourth of July, and then, of course, we end the summer with Labor Day. But I would definitely think you'll find out when Barbecue Day is or World Hot Dog Day or pay attention to, like, your local baseball team. And see what they have going on. By by yeah. knowing what fun holidays are, you're able to sort of play with it with summer and talk about like where your favorite hot dog place is or what your favorite thing to do is for Fourth of July and really get personal with it. I think that by using like Instagram stories or Facebook stories to show off like your day to day and what you have going on, not only will be topical and also show the things that Owen was talking about with like it being summer and hot in your location, like maybe you are at the pool or you're at the beach or you're beating the heat somewhere by being inside someplace, all that kind of stuff. So by having that, being aware of what's going on on like a yeah. fun holiday content place, it makes your content a lot easier. We call that tent pole marketing, right? So, so tent pole events, right? What are the events that your tribe will gather around. And that might be in marketing. It might be, um, it might be marketing conferences, right? So, you know, I tend to create conference videos right around social media marketing world time or vid summit time. Right. But there's other stuff too. Like you just said, like national hot dog day. And the whole thing is, is that, you know, when you ask like, what, what marketing should I do today? Really? That question should have been asked a month ago. What marketing am I going to do next month? You know, you've got to think ahead and, and what's really helped us is schedule in your calendar research and development time. This is one of those things that everyone knows they need to do, but nobody actually schedules time for it. So schedule research and development time on an ongoing basis, like every other Wednesday at lunchtime, right? So you're going to go to lunch, you're going to eat, but you're going to eat faster on Wednesday, right? And we're entrepreneurs. So I have a hard time. Like I love, I love to take my two hour lunches. It's kind of what I'm saying. But the idea is, is that you do a 30 minute lunch. And then after that, you spend the other 90 minutes doing research, looking for good potential collaboration partners. You're looking up silly calendars, silly holidays, uh, UK holidays, Canadian holidays. And, and you're, you're loading up your calendar and your notes with these things so that you're never in this position again. Marketing is about never being in this position again, right? So even if you're doing well, you never want to be in that position again. You want to be better than that. You know, even if you're doing five figures a month, you know, it's like, okay, well, I never want to be doing five figures a month again. We want to be doing six figures or eight. better examples. You know, we're doing 20 grand a month. So next month we want to be doing 25 grand a month. Right. So it's all about moving the needle and, and it's hard. It's hard because you have a good month and you want to sort of like enjoy it. You know, you want to sort of like relax and you, you get to this place 
where you're like, ah, I can, I can relax a little bit. My challenge is, is don't relax until relaxing times, right? Relax for Christmas, relax for a week in summer, um, but keep going and keep going for a good year. Schedule, schedule your relax time. Schedule your relaxed time. Yeah. So that, and again, that all goes back to your marketing. So we're going to run these ads while we're on vacation so that our automated sales funnel doesn't dry up. Yeah. So I think that the overall theme for uh, your summer marketing strategies, guys, is going to be just pick something and try it out and see how it goes. Definitely, if you can pick any one thing, I would, I think Owen would definitely agree with this too, to do video. And, you know, invest in ads and, and put together a plan. And I'm a huge, huge advocate for content plans. If you are ever a client of all-in-one social media, we work a month out. We, like, we have all the content for all our clients done for May and we're already planning for June. So yeah. you have to have a plan. You have to be looking ahead. And I think the easiest way to do that, and I know that you guys are all busy and you're, and like I said, most of you work in your business. The best thing that you can do is just have your assistant or your receptionist, or even just do it yourself where you clock out two to three hours at least once a month to just put together a content plan and figure out what you need to do and then get everyone involved as best as you can to help hold you accountable to make right. it happen. And when in doubt, hire it out so that it can get done. When in doubt, hire out. Love it. Yes. So, all right, Owen, any closing thoughts for our boring businesses? You know what? Just just keep moving. Just keep doing it. Keep trying. You, you know, uh, get past this. Oh, I couldn't do that. Right. Get past that and just just do something. Then advertise it. Boost it. and See what happens. Awesome. And how can people follow you, Owen? Uh, check me out at owenvideo.net. That'll take you right to my YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. You'll find links to my website, to my course, and all the other stuff from there. But I'd rather you hit my uh, my YouTube channel first to go to my website second because we're, we're coming out with new content every week that'll help you uh, grow your business, monetize your content, and pursue your passion. Awesome. I couldn't have said that better myself. I hope that you guys have a fantastic summer. And, of course, if you ever need anything, you always know how to find me online. And, of course, check the show notes for any links that we talked about in the show today. And if you loved this show, make sure you go leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. Thank you guys again. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, I will see you soon. Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.